Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. There was not a ton of news on Tuesday, so I'm going to be guiding you through what we did get by my lonesome. But I did want to remind you first that this coming Sunday, James, Peter, and Michael will be joined by the Tony winner, James Monroe Iglehart, for this week's edition of This Week on Broadway. Of course, if you would like to participate in that show, listen to it live, submit your questions for James and the panel. James Iglehart, you can send James Marino questions as well as you want, but that's not as much fun. But if you want to send questions to James Monroe Iglehart, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. Of course, not only will you get to participate in this week on Broadway episodes, but you will hear all episodes from Broadway Radio in the Patreon feed first before they arrive in the regular feed. All right, let's get into the news. And the biggest bit of news that we got yesterday was that the acclaimed stage and screen director Stephen Daldry would be exiting the previously announced big screen adaptation of the blockbuster musical Wicked. While the split from the project was reportedly amicable, it apparently revolved around the fact that Universal, the studio behind the film, wants the project to come to fruition much more quickly than Daldry was comfortable with. The studio would like to begin filming as early as late 2021. Part of the problem was that Daldry wanted to film the adaptation in his native London, but because of the backlog of projects that was created by the pandemic-related shutdowns, soundstage space in the UK is booked for the foreseeable future. So now that Daldry is out, this project becomes one of the biggest gigs for a filmmaker looking to make a splash. And since the show is so much centered on the lives and experiences of women, especially a woman of color, Literally, uh, I would love to see someone like uh, Ava DuVernay take it on, or if she wasn't already booked with Captain Marvel 2, Nia DaCosta. I'm sure there's a ton of other people that are qualified, but I'm hoping we don't just get another white dude to replace Stephen Daldry. No offense, he's great, but come on now. It's 2020, 2021 by the time they do this. Let's, let's start thinking outside of the white male box. Of course, original composer Stephen Schwartz and original book writer Winnie Holzman are back to collaborate on the screenplay, but I have heard that should a new director, whomever that might be, uh, come in with a writer in mind that there might be room to add another creator to the proverbial kitchen. Now, this project has been in the works for a very long time. In fact, it was originally in development as a straight film before the musical even existed. But it was then studio executive Mark Platt who convinced Universal to let it become a Broadway musical. And the rest, as they say, is history. There have been so many starts and stops with the Wicked production over the years and so many stars rumored and fan cast to play the witches until they are actually filming. I'm always going to be a little suspect about the prospects of this one moving forward. But given the rise of musicals on screen lately and the fact that theaters will be shut down for about a year and a half before the film starts, not saying that they don't get uh, going before the film starts, but a, a year and a half is a long time to be without theater. Now might be a really good time uh, to get this in the works. However, if I were the producers, I might look to pull a double whammy and release the film in 2022 after starting it in late 2021 and then cast some pretty big stars to do the show on Broadway and then film that to release for the 20th anniversary in 2023. It's a great idea, right? I mean, it worked kind of for Hamilton. Hamilton will probably have a movie eventually too. Why not get, a, you know, double the bang for your buck? Mark Platt, David Stone, you're welcome. I'm also available for casting suggestions as well. Matt at broadwayradio.com or BWW Matt on Twitter. You know where to find me. 
Okay, moving on to more theater done for the screen, albeit a much smaller screen. Yesterday, the A-List Play Reading Series Spotlight on Plays announced a new addition to its spring lineup. Joining The Ohio State Murders by Adrian Kennedy, The Thanksgiving Play by Larissa Fasthorse, Dear Elizabeth by Sarah Rule, and Angry and Raucous and Shamelessly Gorgeous by Pearl Clegg will be Watch on the Rhine by Lillian Hellman. Additional titles, dates, directors, and casting will be announced shortly. The series continued last night with Lucas Hedges, Paul Mescal, and Grace Van Patten in This Is Our Youth, which will be available for streaming through Saturday. On Tuesday, we also learned that the Signature Theater will be presenting a virtual reunion reading of Susan Laurie Parks' The Death of the Last Black Man in the Whole Entire World, a.k.a. The Negro Book of the Dead. Directed by Liliana Blaine Cruz and featuring Rosalind Ruff, Mariah Sithol, Daniel J. Watts, and more. The reading will broadcast on October 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by a talkback featuring Parks, Blaine Cruz, and the cast. The event is free, and the reading without the talkback will be available to stream on demand until October 31st at 6 p.m. Finally, in this section, over Halloween weekend, Broadway On Demand will be presenting a streaming version of Gunner Montana's Basement, a new immersive dance and horror event. The show will be available for streaming on October 30th and 31st at 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Pay-per-view tickets will be $9.95. There's a trailer for this one as well as information about all of the projects in this section in the show notes and at broadwayradio.com. Before we get into the recommendations, yesterday the state of California announced that the state's theme parks, including Disneyland, will be reopening, but with 25% of its capacity for the time being. Face coverings will be mandatory at all theme parks that reopen unless guests are eating or drinking. There are some additional restrictions specifically revolving around indoor lines and indoor attractions that will be difficult for some parks to implement, I imagine, but this appears to be the start of the California parks reopening like the ones here in Florida have. All right, I'm going to leave you with some recommendations. The first is a brand new music video from the cast and orchestra of Broadway's Ain't Too Proud. They are doing the Temptations song, I'm Losing You. The video was shot and assembled virtually with musicians and performers recording their own sections in isolation. The video culminates with twin messages supporting Black Lives Matter and urging viewers to vote. And the last video is a clip from Ramin Karamloo's upcoming London Coliseum concert that will be streaming beginning on the 23rd. It is him performing the song Constant Angel, which is from his first studio album, Human Heart. Ramin is always one of the best voices you can hear. So check that out, both uh, this clip in the show notes and his concert at tonight at the London Coliseum.com. All right, that is all that we have. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Don't forget Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon for all of the Broadway Radio goodies. I believe this is going to be it for me for the rest of the week. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe I'll be back for Friday's show. But Ashley and or Alicia will be back to take you through tomorrow's episode. Have a great hump day, and we'll talk to you soon.